quick PSA for the people before we get started. Hi guys, just to let you know, um, this is Tiffany. This is not Kermit the Frog. This is not, <laughs> I don't know, your uncle who smokes a thousand cigars. I am on the tail end of, what, week, no, almost two weeks of two, COVID. Yeah. It is the disease that never ends. It goes on and on and on, my friends. So this is what we're dealing with. I don't know if voice is going to get better anytime soon, so we needed to record, and we love you. So this is what we're doing. Deal with it. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> okay. Well, now that we have addressed the elephant in the room, we can talk about what we've been watching. Now, you have been home for five ever, so I'm yeah. sure you have lots of stuff. I'll just say really quickly what I've watched. It's not much. I finished this season of Cobra Kai. I don't know. If, yeah, we have not recorded since I finished it because I had messaged you that I liked the way they wrapped this season up, actually, even though... In general, it was like 99% the stupidest plot line ever this whole season. But like f- the last 5% of the show, I kind of, I liked how they did. I have watched a couple more episodes of Archive 81. And I don't know, it's good. It's just, it's so slow. I don't know. It just seems like nothing happens ever. But I'll keep watching. I'll watch more tonight. My kids and I rented Diary of a Wimpy Kid, Dog Days, and I laughed my butt off. I don't know why. I think these movies are so funny. I hate comedies. I generally don't watch them. But there's something about Diary of a Wimpy Kid I just think is hysterical. because I, I think that's the only one 12. I haven't seen. I don't think I've seen the Dog Days one. That's because it's not for free on Disney+. Plus. You have Probably. to pay for it. And I actually paid to rent it on Amazon Prime like a lunatic. So we have to watch it again today to get our money's worth. <laughs> but that's it. <laughs> uh, like you said, I have watched everything. There's nothing left to watch. Just so you guys know, I've watched it all. <laughs> You've reached the end of all I'm of the streaming. I'm at the end stars. of the streaming. I can tell you that there's dark pockets you don't ever want to go into. <laughs> what I am still enjoying and I still look forward to every week is Peacemaker. It's still excellent. Book of Boba Fett on um, Disney Plus has picked up and is actually, let's call it what it is. It's Mandalorian season three. Mm-hmm. So yeah, if you're into Mandalorian, you want to go watch that right away. Uh, ones that I started, ones that I finished right away, um, Murderville on Netflix. It just dropped like a couple days ago and we watched it the first day and finished it right away. Super duper fun. It's Will Arnett, who I love. He's playing a detective who has to solve a murder. It's 30 minute episodes and he brings on a new, a celebrity guest partner every week. And the thing is, Will Arnett and the whole cast have a script. The celebrity partner does not. So they have to just improv and react. And at the end of the episode, they have to decide who they think the murderer is and it's super fun because yeah the kids and i watched it and we were very into like detailing the clues and figuring out who it was so um we were wrong quite a few times so super fun liked that one and then after party i think there are four episodes out so far on apple watch it alone just for the cast it is sam richardson who i am in love with i he's the best he's like the funniest comedian i think out there right now like baron holtz alana glazer John Raphael from Parks and Rec. Uh, yeah, he's so funny. And I Ben Schwartz, I think is his name. I, I say that every time. Every time yeah. I talk about yep. him, I can't remember his last name. It is because I follow him on Twitter. Yep, he's so good. And then oh, and Tiffany Haddish. So it's it's a great 
selection ensemble cast hilarious other ones that i picked up picked up and i enjoyed um abbott elementary which is an i think it's an abc show but it's on hulu a great and hilarious look into what it's like to be a teacher to love your kids and love what you do and have to deal with administration and have no money and it's just it's really funny sounds dark but it's really funny one that is actually kind of dark is dark comedy single drunk female it's like an abc family show but it's on hulu i've enjoyed that one couple movies we watched i watched the fallout on hbo max about um the aftermath of a school shooting oh my gosh that was really good i enjoyed that one very much and then nightmare alley just came out on hbo max that's bradley cooper kate blanchett my kids watched it. It was really long. It's like almost three hours long. Oh, my God. But it was all right. I mean, it dragged in pieces. Documentaries. We need to talk about Cosby on Showtime. So while you're getting your binging Yellow Jackets on your free whatever week of Showtime, watch the Cosby documentary. It is so eye-opening and scary about how long this went on and people were, how many people were aware of it and just let it happen. Mm. It's gross. Ones that I just started that might be good, don't know. Um, the Gilded Age, it's on HBO Max. I don't like period shows usually. This one's all right. I think that's what it's got going for it is almost the entire cast is Broadway theater actors playing life in New York during like the, you know, the Rockefeller time where it's, mm-hmm. I don't know what, I don't know what time period that is. But there's horse and carriages. Who knows? I don't know. That's hard. 1975. Yeah. <laughs> Raising Dion has come back. It came out in 2019, which I am shocked by, but it was a, it's about the little boy who is being raised by a single mom, single widowed mom, and he has um, superpowers. And how you how do you deal with a kid with superpowers? The kids and I really enjoyed the first season. I think we're two or three episodes into the second season, and I just can't get into it. I don't know if it's just been too long. We're not as invested. We've watched so much TV since 2019 that we're spoiled. I don't know. I just, mm-hmm. it's, I, I don't know. And I will admit, I watched the entire series and the documentary of And Just Like That on HBO, the Sex and the City reboot. Mm -hmm. It's getting so much shit online. It's not great. I mean, it was entertaining. See, I didn't watch Sex and the City when it was on HBO. I didn't have HBO at the time. So I watched the majority of the episodes I've seen, I've seen like edited on like TBS or whatever it used to be on, you know? So... Maybe it's because I watched the edited versions that this one felt like it was the same. And people are like, oh, it's not true to the characters. Burr, burr, burr. I don't know. I thought it was enjoyable. It might not come back. I don't know. We'll see. I watched Sex and the City Did you? religiously. And I just have no interest in this reboot. Like, we don't always need to bring things back. We don't. Uh-huh. So we are here today not to tell you about all of the 97,000 things that Tiffany has watched during her COVID quarantine, but to talk about Yellow Jackets, episode three, Dollhouse. The Dollhouse. Did I get that right? Yeah. The, the Dollhouse. Doll okay. Trying to think if they ever mentioned what it that is, but that I think That is just... why I paused because I was like, <laughs> I don't remember anything about a dollhouse. I mean, maybe we can we could parcel some things together that might explain that. Yeah. Well, this episode starts with the longest intro ever. It's never had an intro before, and all of a sudden it did. I, it I like, was like, do we have opening credits now? Right. What is this? <laughs> and it was really long, like mm-hmm. way too long. Like mm-hmm. back in the 70s before a movie started long. If you watch <laughs> movies from back then where they have like these huge opening credits, they're like, what yes. is happening? Why is this still going? Why am I seeing the directors? <laughs> 
That Anyways. goes at the end, damn it. <laughs> before they figured it out. That was back before yeah. we figured it out. So we are back at the plane crash, and the survivors are digging graves and talking about the dead. And Laura Lee is leading them in a prayer. They're talking about the people they buried are the two pilots, the flight attendant, old coach, and Rachel, who must be the impaled girl. And I was like, that's all mm. that died? But, I know. Um, I was like, must have been the flight attendant was the one on fire, because I don't know who else yeah. it would have been. Yep. So, or less, there's some girl out there that's burned and we just haven't noticed her yet. <laughs> she was JV. Nobody gives a fuck. Yeah, right? No one gives a shit. They don't even have names. None of them do. So then it flashes to, see, there's a lot of flashbacks in this. Yes. And it goes backwards, forwards, backwards, forwards. So yep. teenage Thaisa is flashing back to when she was little. She's with her grandmother who is lying apparently on her deathbed. She's about to die. The little girl is scared and she asks grandma if she's scared and she says no because death's nothing to be afraid of because the Lord gives us time here and then calls us back. That's just how it is. And I don't know. Taisa said that's just not setting well with her back in teenage Taisa. So she just walks away from she says she's gonna go for a walk and leaves the people in the middle of like when they're praying. She's like, I'm going for a walk. They're like, Cool, amen. <laughs> In modern day, I can't believe you missed the Wonder Wall joke. Oh, I didn't. I <laughs> this is called. I was typing notes, and I was just like, "I'll get to that, and I'll get to that." So no, you can go ahead with the Wonder Wall because it was a pretty decent joke. It was. Uh, I, yeah, because they were talking about Rachel. Poor Rachel. She had tickets to go see Oasis, and she's never gonna get to hear Wonder Wall again. That's so tragic. And I was like, anyway. Here's, Here's Wonderwall. Wonderwall. <laughs> I was waiting for one of them to be like, dun dun, but they didn't. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so back in modern, I'm just going to call her modern day. I mean, just okay. grown up people. I don't know. I, don't I think know. I refer to them a hundred different ways, but yeah. grown up Thaisa is upset because she gets an email from her, I don't know, it's a campaign manager. It's somebody. That's what I think. And her yeah. campaign. It's an attack ad that was created by her competition. And they say something about her cannibalize in tax dollars and show pictures of her eating ribs. And I was like, that's just rude. You don't take a picture of people eating ribs or eating banana. You just don't do it. It's mean. (laughs) So she's pissed because I'm like, well, how do they know about the cannibalism? Like somebody's saying something somewhere. She threatens to make an ad about her competitor and saying that maybe back in the day his family owned a slave or two. And I was like, oh, honey, is that what that's the route we're going? Okay, cool. So, quick cut to Shauna's, and it's the morning, and Jeff is making a smoothie before work, and offers Shauna one. She says, nope, she doesn't want one. She says she's going to take the van into the shop, and says, well, I think it's going to be done, and I'm going to you know, drop it off, and I'm going to need you to pick me up at four. And he's like, no, nope, can't do it. Well, we know from last episode that she saw the text on Jeff's phone from Bianca mm-hmm. texting him to meet at four. So he can't obviously can't pick up his wife from her, you know, the repair shop. So he tells her, can you Uber? And she's like, it's going to be $60 because it's way on the other side of town. And, you know, Jeff does not like to spend money on anything. That's why we're killing rabbits for our meat now because he doesn't like spending money. And he says, nope, sorry, can't do that. And I don't give a shit about you. I'm mad about the van, but mm, you're screwed. They really need him at the store. Like, he's got to be there to accept a delivery. He can't not be at the store. The futons are not going to test themselves out. No. Jesus. So, cut to the road trip from hell with Thelma and Louise, Misty, and Natalie. And Misty is telling Natalie about all these guys that she's dated. 
I laughed at this part, and I don't know if it was just the way that Christina Ricci delivered it, or if I was just in a giggly mood, but I laughed a lot at Misty during this. I live for Misty and Nat scenes. They are the best. They are great. She calls one of them hiker guy who wanted her socks afterward, and he still never called. And then she laughed, and 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 I laughed so hard because like the way she said it, like you know that she gave him the socks, and then she's sure. like, and he, and he still didn't call me. What the fuck? And then she's like, so anyway, but what about you? And that's like. Okay, how much longer do we have? And Missy says over three hours. And Natalie's like, oh, my God, stab me in the ears right now. Missy, who totally does not get the hint to shut up, tells Nat that she gets it. Because dating at their age is hard. Because all the available men are trash. They're the crumbs at the bottom of the chip bag. Right then, her phone dings. And she's like, actually, hold that thought. And Natalie's like, well, did you get a whole chip? And she just laughs. So they pull into a gas station. And Nat's like, hey, Misty, why don't you go inside and get us some snacks? And Misty's like, um, you should totally come with me because I don't even know what you like. And you're going to ditch me, right? You're going <laughs> to ditch me, aren't you? And Natalie says, chocolate. Just get, you know, something chocolate. And Misty relents and she goes inside while Natalie is going to be pumping the gas. But as soon as Misty's out of sight, Natalie starts poking around in her glove compartment and finds the wire that Misty pulled out of her car. Like, Misty. It was conveniently labeled. Right. You're, of course, battery cable. Like, you're obviously not new at this. You don't keep the evidence. You throw that shit away. But Missy comes back to the car, and Natalie is pumping gas and didn't just ditch her like I totally would have. And she's eating jerky, to which Natalie says, jerky? Really? So I feel like that will come back at I'm some just, point. I think they ate a lot of jerky out in the woods. Yeah. yeah but but did you notice that she had a she had a rabbit's foot in her glove yes, compartment? Yes, in her glove compartment. Yep. Like, that's coming from somewhere. There, yeah, rabbits are, were very important at some point. Back at the crash site, and they are looking over what limited food they have. They're going to figure, they're going to have to rash, start rationing things. Well, the things that they have are like a box of Snackwell cookies, but back in the day, them Snackwells, like the 90s Snackwells were bomb. They were yes. not bad. Before people realized that they did not make you skinny, they made you fat, they were really good. That's oh why, because the, they were the, full of fat. <laughs> the chocolate one with like the chocolate outside and oh, the marshmallow and and that's what they that had out. oh yes yes that's they're cutting favorite. them in half and rationing out how much stuff and how much water they have left and travis walks by and just grabs some cookies which this just appalls lottie she's like who died and made you the king of snacks <laughs> nat says his dad literally his dad and i was like oh did he crown him before he fell out of that tree as the king of snacks <laughs> i missed that I like the other girl who's like, okay, so I guess it's cool if we starve to death as long as Travis's feelings aren't hurt. And I was I like, who is this girl? I like her. She's I not know. Yet. <laughs> she comes up. She comes up back a few times yeah. with snotty ass responses. Yeah. Jackie is certain that the rescue team is going to get there soon, and then they won't have to worry about food. It's it's no big thing. Van says like, if they get here, and Sean is like, it's been three days and nothing. I think we need to start worrying. So Travis carries his cookie bounty over to Javi, who's sitting over in the woods, and tells him to eat. So uh, Javi takes out his piece of gum and puts it in a little wrapper and sets it down. And Travis is like, why do you still have that? Throw that away. He's like, well, it's the gum dad gave me so my ears wouldn't pop. Travis is so pissed and keeps saying, throw it away. Just throw it away. 
Misty is over with young coach and she's like, listen, I stole a bunch of food from the stash. And she did. She like stole like, I don't even know what that thing is in her hand. It looks like a it churro like a, or, a, yeah, or like a hot pocket. It looked like something. I don't know. Or it, it was a big baguette. I don't know. I don't know. Who's carrying this stuff on the plane? I don't know. She says, here, you have to eat. And he's like, I don't want anything. Get away from me, Misty. She's like, listen, you have to eat or I can't give you any more of these. And she shakes a little thing of pain pills. And I was like, who was carrying pain pills? On the- I bet it's the freaking Midol. <laughs> oh, maybe. Or it's old man coach. He probably had to make yeah, some Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he was carrying some stuff around. I bet. So he relents and he takes a bite. And meanwhile, Lottie is over in her caboodle and she's pulling out her stash of pills. And there's only one left. And you... You have gone and looked up what her pills are. I did not, right? I did. And they're not real. Like, the name that's on the bottle is not a real pill. Not a real pill. Lord, Kelly. (laughs) But it's, like, one letter off from a pill that is used to treat schizophrenia. So, per Reddit, that's what these pills are for. That seems about right. Yeah. With what we're dealing with. Yeah. So, Thaisa comes running back from her walk, and she says, guys, guys, I found a lake. It's about four miles that way, and we'll have to hike, but I think we should go over there because we only have about two days of water left. And Jackie's like, no, no, this is stupid. We should not leave the plane crash site because the rescuers might come, and I really want to see the mice in the little clothes, so we are sitting here. They're all fighting about this, and Thaisa says, if they knew where we were, they would be here already. And I was like, oh, land on the facts. Mm-hmm. Very good rescuers joke there. That was and so good. For the listeners, if you didn't appreciate that, you need to go back <laughs> and listen to it again. I was hoping you would notice that one. Oh, I got that one. So the girls are debating back and forth. You know, who do we go to the lake? What, what do we do? And so they ask young coach, you know, what should we do? And he's like, I don't know. There's no way I can get there. They said, well, we'll build just stretchers. No big thing. We'll take turns carrying you. And so Tyson says, well, we need to put it on a vote. We Are we waiting or are we hiking? And so, of course, Jackie's like pro sitting on her ass and doing nothing. And Shauna votes against her because she thinks that they should go to the lake. So it turns out the majority say they want to go to the lake. So they start grabbing what they can, which is not much. They aren't grabbing, like, blankets. They aren't grabbing big things. They're grabbing, like, they each have, like, one little purse. One backpack. Yeah, it's so dumb. Van is the only one with any kind of intelligence. She goes over to the plane, and she knocks out the compass from the cockpit, and she grabs that. So they have that. And Shauna writes with, like, lipstick or something, like, it's not going to fade away or get rained on. Leaves a note on the outside of the plane saying, guess the we went to the lake. Personally, I would not have left the shelter that they had. I wouldn't have left that plane site. I don't know. You could go out on collected water and brought it back. Yeah. I don't know. So they're hiking and Taisa turns to Shauna and she's like, thanks for having my back about wanting to go to the lake. And Shauna's like, I didn't have your back. I just thought it sounded like the best idea. I don't know what we're doing and none of us know what we're doing. We really have no clue. We're like 16. We're all really stupid. So we're doing the best we can. Yeah. So back in 2021, Shauna is sitting in her van stalking the furniture store. Jeff comes out and gets in his car and, uh, Jeff, I thought that you had to accept this very important delivery. Like, why are you leaving? He leaves and she follows him, like, follows him, like, right behind him. I was like, this is, how is he it's not so going to notice her? But he, he's stupid and he's thinking about Bianca's boobs. So he's distracted, I guess. She breaks every traffic law imaginable to keep up with him. And he eventually pulls up to the front of a hotel. Back to the team walking to the lake. They pass by a rotting dead 
bear. And they are all like, what the heck could have killed the bear? And the wolf's like, oh, it's probably just a The a wolf, wolf said that? The wolf, the said, wolf that. said that. The coach, <laughs> who, by the way, they have, like, fashioned a stretcher. I'm sure Misty had 100% mm-hmm. to do with that because she's so handy. The coach says a wolf probably killed it. They can kill anything if the pack is big enough. So that's totally going to come back, too, I bet. And I think it's so... a, the comeback with the girls. They killed something if the pack was big enough. Yep, mm. I think so too. Okay, sorry. So now we're at the playground with Taisa. She's on the phone with Jessica, the reporter, air quotes. Taisa's like, where the heck have you been? Jessica says, I've been super busy. And Ty's like, yeah, busy cashing my checks. And Jessica says, well, yeah, but good news, nobody's talked. I've offered money, book deals, blah, blah, blah. And so now we know that Jessica Roberts or Rogers, whatever her name was, is not a reporter. She is someone that Thaisa has hired to try to convince the survivors to talk. She just wants to make sure that nobody's going to spill her secrets before the campaign. She says, hurry up and check the rest. Jessica says, well, just As an aside, I happen to know that Phil, Phil is her opponent in this race for Senate, his daughter is a junkie, so you could use that against him, which is totally gross. Screw you, Jessica. In the background, we see the playground equipment, and some kid just, like, falls off the top of it and lands on the ground. And he's grabbing his nose, and Taisa's like, well, gotta go. Runs over. She's like, Sammy, did you do this? And he's like, yep. And she makes up some story to the other kid's mom about how it was probably just an accident. And a very brief back to walking to the lake. I think the point of these quick cuts back to them walking to the lake is that that it is, like, far. It is not just a little four-mile jaunt. Yeah. And Tice, I think she sees something in the woods. Uh, Oh, and it was, like, a weird sound, too. Yeah. I I didn't know if that was part of, like, the overture of the scene or if it was actually like something that she had heard i couldn't tell i don't know and the way i was watching this the sun from the window was like right on my tv screen so it was hard to see a bunch of it so back in the future tais is at home and she's telling her wife that sammy punched this kid on the playground because the kid had called taisa a cannonball a cannibal he had seen he'd seen this ad I was so, like, come on, that's just funny. I'm right? Funny. I was like, I've, I've been like, my mom is a cannibal. She's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So Taisa is just, it's like, she's getting all mad. She's like, well, this obviously justifies me calling this guy's kid a, a junkie because Ugh. some other random kid called me a cannonball. And now that's, oh that's fighting words. So um, her wife is not amused because she's a, a normal human. She says she's going to go talk to Sammy. So she goes over to Sammy and she's like, um, we need to talk. He's like, I'm not talking. And then she, she keeps trying to, to get him to talk, and he tells her, be quiet. And I was like, what the hell is wrong with this kid? So then she picks up, which I thought was a ventriloquist dummy that the kid was playing with. Apparently it's a doll um, named Manny. And I don't remember if we've seen this doll before. I, I, don't, I don't know. know. And she takes it from him. He's like, give it back. He, like, immediately turned into a demon. <laughs> she says, you need to go to your room. And so she picks the doll up and puts it on top of a bookshelf. Like, that kid could not, you know, push a chair over there and get his doll back. And she, he's like, fine. Runs with her. So, um, in the woods, 
all the girls are sick of hiking because this is not some little four mile trek that Taisa said. Taisa, she's like one of those people that looks at a map and goes, that's like an inch away. We should go. That will take a <laughs> minute to get there. And suddenly out of nowhere, Van spots the lake. So they all take off running. Obviously, they were like, wait, it's like they were way up in these hills. And all of a sudden there's this lake. And I was like, you had to have seen it sloping down, guys. You had to know mm. it was coming or smelled it. So what's, you know, they say like, what's the first thing that they're going to do? Um, obviously strip off all their clothes and go jump in. Obviously. I was like, like immediately they're all practically naked. Yeah. I was like, isn't it cold? Yeah. It's freaking like Canada, isn't it? Uh, it was, uh, so dumb. So they all go jump in and Travis runs by and strips off his clothes and he runs by and splashes Nat. And she's like, oh, asshole. <laughs> and sassy girl says, wait, is Travis hot? Like, did we not know this? And Jackie turns to him and says, oh, it's been like two days. You guys are so desperate. And I was like, Travis is going to get a lot of ass on this trip. I think that's just how it's going to work out. That's just inevitable. Yeah. Okay. Back in current times, modern times, Misty and Natalie, the dream team, pull up to a literal shack. And this is Travis's house. Misty mentions at this point that Travis had even changed his name. Like that's the links he went through to not be found. Natalie knocks on the door. No one answers. So naturally, the next step is just to break the glass and let herself in. Right after three seconds. She didn't even wait for somebody to come mm-hmm. to the door. No, just wrapped her arm in her, in her jacket. Boom. They're in the house. Misty looks around and she says, yikes. Looks like someone could use a trip to Tuesday morning. Oh, <laughs> Misty. Then she goes all citizen detective. And she starts talking about criminals and their home decorations. And Natalie's like, I'm sorry, aren't you a nurse, uh, not a detective? And Misty's like, uh, whatever. I'm going to check out his trash can because citizen detective on the job. We can be both, Nat. We can be both. I know. Gosh. Natalie is still, like, creeping around his house like a creep. She picks up, like, a flannel shirt of his. She's, like, rubbing it. I was like, this is weird. She goes over to a dresser, and there's a mirror, and there's a Polaroid of the two of them stuck there, like, modern Natalie and Travis. And then she thinks she sees him in the reflection behind her, and she turns really quick, and there's nobody there. So at the lake, Misty is filling up a bottle with water because she wants to bring the lake to the coach and she dumps it on his head and he is so not amused. Taisa is playing with some JV girl's hair and she's like, you have the whole JV team fooled. We thought you were a total bitch, but you're totally cool. And Shauna and Jackie share this weird look. They're all kind of like on the outs and Shauna voted against Jackie. Shauna is in the lake and Jackie is on the shore with the sassy girl trying to pretend like this is my new best friend. I don't even need you anymore, Shauna. Blah. Van and Thaisa share a bunch of meaningful looks during this too. Mm, Yes. I noted that in another section too. I don't know what's going on with that. But back at Travis's haunt, Unabomber Shack, Misty comes in and she's very excited because out in the trash can, just sitting on top of all the trash, was Travis's pay stub. And it says he's been working at Willowbrook Ranch, making barely minimum wage. Well, Nat has a problem with that because there's an open bottle of liquor sitting on the table that costs over $200. And she knows that because she was a drunk. So a cop walks in with a gun, like out here in the middle of nowhere, because apparently he's got some kick-ass, you know, security system that, like, knew them they got in. I don't know. I don't know how the cop (laughs) knew they were there. And tells them to freeze. 
And we see Misty. I missed it. She packets something. But I was like, did we know what the Swabies for went in her pocket? I don't know. Oh, crap. I don't know. So the cop asks, what are you doing here? And she's like, we're visiting an old friend. And he's like, yeah, you broke in and visited an old friend. Cool. Get down on your knees. And so back at the fancy hotel, Jeff's at a super fancy hotel and he couldn't pay $60 for an Uber. Um, right. I have problems with this. So, ugh, I have problems with this whole fucking scene. Me too. I hate it. So, Sean is at the desk asking to get Jeff's room number. But the bitch at the desk won't give it to her. She says, you know, I can't get that out. She's like, well, I'm his wife. And he just hasn't texted it to me yet. She's like, well, I'm sure he will soon. She's like, okay, here's the real deal. I'm Homeland Security. My badge is in my bag, but we're tracking somebody and he has eyes everywhere. And this bitch at the counter is like, um, no, honey, that's not happening. And suddenly out of nowhere, Adam, Mr. Adorable, Mr. Adorable comes up and he just goes along with her line. He's like, uh what does he call her agent Agent so we you know we got this call on she's like oh yes of course so she just walks away leaves the whole like i guess i don't need my room key anymore (laughs) so convenient that he's happened to be in this fancy schmancy hotel at this time of day and he Mm -hmm. says he comes here every day for a drink because they make the best martini and he has a studio space just down the street he's like do you want to like go have a drink and she thinks about it for a minute. She's like, okay. She's going to have a drink at the place her husband is fucking somebody else at. Like. She bought that whole story about that he was just there for a drink. Please, Shauna, he followed you just like you were following your husband. And her husband valet parked and he couldn't pay for her Uber. I'm sorry. There's some oh, problems with this. Fuck you, Jeff. So, Natalie and Misty are in the local jail now, and Natalie confronts Misty about stealing her battery cable, and Misty says, well, I wanted to come, and I knew you wouldn't let me, and I was like, well, that's fair. Natalie leaves to make her one phone call. So, cut to Thaisa digging up some dirt on that Phil guy's daughter when her phone rings, and it is a collect call from Natalie. They kind of breeze over the fact that it was Thaisa that paid for Natalie's stint in rehab, and they go right into that she's in New Hampshire looking for Travis. Thaisa tells her, go home, and she's like, oh, I don't even know what that is anymore, and Thaisa says, look, he didn't want you to find him for a reason. You two are awful for each other. Let it go. She's about to hang up, but Natalie is begging her, please pull some strings to bail me out. And she says, sorry, no can do. Hangs up on her. Bitch. So back at the lake, Van and Thaisa, once again, sharing meaningful smiles at each other. As they're out in the lake, Lottie notices a reflection out in the woods. And she's like, hey, I see something. Let's all leave this place and hike even (laughs) further and go figure out what that might be. It's probably just trash. So they all, yeah, let's go do it. So they all jump out of the water and they go hiking. And they're all suddenly dressed again, like in two seconds. Yeah, and they're all dry too. Like their bras Mm -hmm. weren't underwear or not like getting disgusting under their clothes. And oh my God, out here in the middle of nowhere is a cabin. That's so convenient. So they all go and run and knock on the door. Anybody home? I was like, this is obviously an abandoned cabin. There's nobody home, guys. I mean, no. God. Lottie hangs back. She's like, yeah, mm, 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 mm. there's no convenient cabins. This isn't a thing. We're, mm, 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 mm. Right. Um, while the rest of the girls go inside. Um, and Taisa immediately is the boss. She's like, go check the pantry for food. Go look for flashlights and tools and anything we can use. Go look for supplies. 
Jackie goes running to the pantry and she's like, oh my God, food. And she opens up, a, I think it's a can of hominy. And she's like, I don't care, I'm starving. And they're like, um, what about rationing? She opens it up and I think it's full of maggots. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, in a can? I know, right? No, please. So anyway. she goes, ew, and drops it. And, they, and she says, we should have stayed on a plane. Those mice were coming. I know it. <laughs> This is a nightmare. She storms out and Shauna just watches her like, yeah, she's a pill, guys. Sorry about that. <laughs> now you see what I've been dealing with. I know. Van is very excited because she's found a huge stack of porn. And <laughs> like, okay, their trip is safe. Come on. So they all go running to look at it because, you know, what else are they going to do? Trap. I just I, I just have he storms out. Travis comes <laughs> over and, and looks at it and they are all teasing him about like, is this what guys like? And he's like... Yeah, uh uh-huh, whatever. And he gets mad and walks out. But not before grabbing one. He grabs one for the road. (laughs) He goes just a little bit away, and then he goes, sits down, and starts leafing through this porn. And Howie's like, let me see it. Let me see it. Let me see it. (laughs) He's loudly chewing the gum that Travis told him repeatedly to throw out. So, obviously, he sucks. So, Travis comes running over. And this scene scene right here was my kid's time. I mean, every freaking day. Every day. This is what I deal with people. If you want to know, this is it. So, Travis comes over there. And he's like, spit it out. Spit it out. And he's, like, doing it with, like, with the the whole, like, the dog's got the ball in his mouth and won't let you have it. So, he's grabbing his jaw and forcing his hand in there to grab that gum. And he takes it and he hurls it. And he's like, dad was a dick. And he's the reason we are in this hell. Dad is dead. And throws the gum away. And the whole time, Nat is watching this like, oh my God. Oh, <laughs> I he's so lo- hot. <laughs> I love him. I love a guy that beats the shit out of his brothers. <laughs> and they got his brother's super annoying. <laughs> and I hate gum. This is great. <laughs> Round two. Come on back. She, you know, she went and popped a piece of gum in her mouth. Like, come over, Travis. <laughs> Why don't you come and make me spit it out? Okay. After Jackie storms out, she sits down on the porch and cries, and she's rubbing cream on that poison ivy on her leg. And I'm like, that's got to be how she dies. Like, because they keep going back to it. Like, it has to get, like, some gnarly infection or something. I don't don't know. know. There's there's stuff I've seen online, kids. I'm not there yet. (gasps) But I've seen things. Oh, no. Not like, no, nothing that's gave anything away, but there was, like, theories that I was like, oh, okay. Okay, I'm following it. Anyway. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. I think I know some. Okay. Yep. All right. Anyway. So back in the jail cell, which Missy is hate slash loving. She (laughs) so wants the cops to think she's a prostitute. Like, she just loves every minute of this. So Nat has come back from her one phone call. And Missy asks who she called. And Nat goes, somebody I thought was a friend. (laughs) Apparently she's not. And so Missy goes for her call. And Nat says, who are you going to (laughs) call? Your bird. And Missy says, sadly, Caligula has not figured out the phone yet. <laughs> I laugh so hard. <laughs> I like her. I'm trash, but I love Misty. I live for the Misty scene. She's my favorite. So over at the hotel bar that Adam was totally already going to be at and didn't follow Shauna there at all, but they're at a booth together. He's blabbing about work and finding satisfaction or something like that. She's hardly paying attention because she's looking behind him waiting for Jeff to walk out. He says a line from a book and she says the next one. And he's like, this book club is great. And I looked up who it was. Kurt Vonnegut. Oh, Kurt Vonnegut. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I didn't recognize the name, Nate line, but I did recognize the name. But anyway, 
He says, why are you really here? And she says, I'm confirming a suspicion. And he says, well, if you do, will it make you feel better? And she says, no. And he says, you're beautiful when you're honest. (laughs) Finally, she sees Jeff. He is walking through the lobby with a pretty blonde. Now, that being said, they are in a hotel, so it's a little bit shady. But they weren't like all over each other, like pawing each other, holding hands. They were just... There's no way he's having an affair. There's nothing happening here. That's why I point that out, because I just don't think that's what's going on. This is what's her name. Kate from Cruel Summer and her dad and the travel lady. This is what this is all over again. Yep. It's not going to be what she thinks. But anyway, she asks him again, okay, why were you really here? And he says his lie again. Well, I was just getting a drink, but now I'm starting to think... Something out there has other ideas, like fate. But he is totally cool, and he's just going to go with the flow. Whatever the universe wants, man. Yeah, I am. I don't ask where or why, I just go. I'm like a less cute McConaughey. (laughs) So (laughs) annoying. He's so annoying. So Misty comes back, and she has pulled through. She has gotten someone to bail them out. And Natalie asks who it was, and she's like, oh, just someone I thought was a friend. And it turns out I was right. I was like, burn. (laughs) And she's like, okay, it was Kevin Tan. And Natalie's like, why'd you call him? And I freaking love this part. Misty says, well, because he's a cop. And we've been texting back and forth. And P.S., he thinks I'm you. And P.P.S., he's super into you. And Natalie is just like, oh, my God. But I was laughing. They gather their stuff to leave, and Misty thinks they're going home. But Natalie's like, nope. One Spoiler alert. We have things to do. Mm-hmm. So back in the woods, Shauna brings Jackie a blanket. that They found blankets inside this cabin. Okay. I, I guess. And they were, like, nice folded up blankets. Okay. And she's like, I'm sorry I voted against you, but I was worried about dying from thirst, and I'm scared, and I'm 17, and okay. And she's like, and they should have come by now. What if they never do? I just need my best friend right now. Hug it out. And Jackie says, come here, girl. And then they hug. We survived a plane crash. We'll be fine. Young coach is over on the, like, sitting on the other side of the porch, and he's, like, just being swarmed by bees. I think, like, they purposely set him in the middle of, like, a ground beehive. They're flies, because his leg is decayed. Oh, I thought they were bees. (laughs) Even funnier. (laughs) So he's, like, ah, ah, swinging at these bees, and then he falls over because he doesn't have a leg, and she goes, fuck, and Misty comes over to help him, and he backhands her so hard and bloodies her lip, and she's, like, Oh, it's still okay. And she grabs him and consoles him because she's okay. I want to say she's a decent person, but we know that she's not. But she goes, you know. So the coach is going, why? He's doing the whole full Nancy (laughs) Kerrigan. He's like, why did this have to happen? Why did I just die? That was a great Kerrigan impression. I know, right? Okay. And Missy's like, because we needed you. I'm here for you, Ben. Like she makes a big point to say his grown-up name and i was like oh i don't know if you guys have seen that the tiktoks of like kids that go into their teacher's classrooms and call them by their first names they're hilarious (laughs) like what why you can't do that listen linda listen so i'm back in thaisa's babyhood i just call her baby thaisa she's not even a baby she's like five six i don't know she's little um, she's singing for her grandma. Who's singing? Grandma's enjoying it. And then grandma's like just stares off into space and starts freaking out because 
she's seeing something that's not there. And earlier she had been telling Taisa about angels and that death is wonderful. Now she's screaming, ah, get away, get away. And Taisa's like, what is it? What do you see? She's like, it's a man with no eyes. Don't let him take my eyes. And I was like, that's terrifying. Where are the adults? Yeah, I know. Is grandma on babysitting duty and her deathbed? Because that seems right. rude. Yeah, I guess we should mention that grandma is in, like, the living room of Thaisa's house in a hospital bed, hooked up to the oxygen. So these scenes aren't in a right. in a nursing home or yeah. a hospital. Like, they're in Thaisa's house. So grown-up Thaisa goes into her son's room, and she's like, I know you're awake, so we're going to talk, okay? And she says, I know you want Manny back, that creepy freaking doll, but you hurt that boy. And when people do bad things, they have to be punished, right? You can have him back in the morning. And he's like, all right. He says, why don't people like you? And she says, I'm different from what people expect. And it scares them. And I'm like, I don't think that that is why people don't like you. But I was like, I think it's because you're a bitch, (laughs) but whatever. (laughs) Yeah. She says, look, whatever they're saying about me, it's not true. And he says, I know you're not the bad one. (laughs) She's like. I'm sorry. What? Who is the bad one? He just rolls over and he's like, night. It might be me. You don't know. (laughs) She walks into her office and she starts pacing around. She gets her phone out and she makes a call. And she has called Phil. And she's like, look, I know about your daughter's drug arrest. I understand why you hit it because you're a parent. So am I. But that ad insinuating that I'm dangerous. You know what? You're right. Do that again. And I'll have the story about your daughter on the front page of every newspaper. Don't fuck with me. Above the fold. And if you Above work for newspapers, fold. you know how important that is. Sorry. <laughs> Newspaper humor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. So back at the cabin, Tysa goes outside and she's telling Lottie to come inside because Lottie has not set foot inside this cabin yet. And she's like, I've got a bad feeling about this place. I'm not going in there. And Tysa says, well, it stinks inside and there's spiders big enough to eat your face. But we saw a dead bear today and there's probably wolves. So you should come inside. And Lottie's like, mm, no, no, that's not enough. Good reasons for me. Not happening. And um, Tysa's like, listen, I don't believe in bad feelings. Get your ass inside. Quick cut to Shauna. She is now booked a room. At this hotel. Uh, I was like, what is that conversation like with the chick at the counter? Like, okay, you know, I told you know, my husband, about my husband and Homeland Security, but we're going to go upstairs. Um, so my partner, yeah. agent, whatever. In a Adorable. t-shirt with long mm-hmm. hair. He's undercover. Yeah. So they go and get a hotel room and she goes and opens the door and Adam follows her in. And I was like, lame. So then adult Taisa, she wakes up in the middle of the night. She's sleeping on the couch, so I don't know. After that conversation, it must have just wore her right out, and she fell asleep on the couch. And so these all are cut together, that she wakes up in the middle of the night on the couch at the same time that teenage Taisa wakes up in the cabin, and they both look around like something has woken them up, and they don't know what. And then teenage Taisa hears something walking above her. Like, there's something, and she's like, there's something on the roof, or there's another floor, there's something up there. We cut back to, now baby Thaisa is at her grandmother's funeral, so grandma has died, and she goes up to the casket, and, you know, like, gets up right up to the body, and then she pulls her grandmother's eyelid open to see if she has eyeballs, and the eyeballs 
are rolled back, missing. I don't know my etiquette. Sometimes because the body starts to deteriorate, right. so the eyes will get sunken into the head. So what they'll do is they'll put like a little glass dome thing on mm. top to make the eye still look natural, like there is an eyeball under there, which I think that's what this is. Well, that freaks her out because grandma's eyes are missing is what it looks like. Well, it so. is freaking out. It's like they look white and milky gross, and gross. Yeah. So adult Thaisa goes to see what this noise is about. She starts walking and she steps on something and she's ah! And she goes and picks it up and it's an eyeball? And I thought it was like a charm, like a necklace, but we'll get there in a second. And she looks down and she finds Manny the doll has been shredded into a thousand pieces on the floor. So it must have been his eyeball. I don't. That's what I it's think. It's unclear. But I, don't, I, don't I don't remember if the eyeball was missing in the doll. I, I don't remember either. But I'm like, um, did Sammy go ham on this thing? Is this the lady <laughs> from the tree? What is happening mm, to the it's doll? A bad one. Teenage Taisa just like starts walking. And all of a sudden, she just sees a ladder in this cabin. Like, where'd that come from? With a hatch going up to like an attic area. She's like, huh. Well, I obviously got to go up there. There's lights on up there. There's obviously a party. So she goes walking up to the attic and she looks up and there's Lottie in a corner, like balled up with her arms around her knees. And she's like, told you. So Thaisa turns and looks over her shoulder. And then there's a skeleton in a rocking chair in the corner. Obviously, the owner of the cabin has come up there and died, starved to death. Who knows? I don't know why they died, but they're dead. I don't so we're back on the road again with Misty and Natalie, and they're almost to Willowbrook Ranch. And they park, they get out, and they walk around the side of the building. You can kind of hear something creaking in the wind, and Misty looks up and is horrified, immediately tries to get Natalie not to look. But of course she does, because as we talk about this contraption, there's no way you could have missed it. She collapses on the ground, starts sobbing, and we see just like on the corner of the screen, we see a body hanging in and it's obviously going to be Travis. We hear sirens in the distance, and Misty grabs her, and she's like, uh, the police are coming. We just got out of jail. We need to go. How do the police always know to come when they get somewhere? I know. I, somebody's following them, too, I bet. In the car, Natalie says, Travis didn't kill himself. And Misty hands her a small little spiral notebook and said, this is the last thing he wrote before he died. Like, was she there? And she says, I found it in his cabin. And this note says, tell Nat, she was right. Misty asks if she knows what he's talking about. Like, what were you right about? And Natalie says, no, I don't know what this is about, but I know that I'm right about this, that Travis didn't kill himself. Somebody killed him. And then we cut back to Travis hanging. And he's like hanging from these forklift forks that are suspended and up in the air, like 50 feet, like on the end of this giant crane arm thing. I'm like, obviously he didn't do that how could anyone look at that and be like yeah totally hung himself uh anyway the end i love that misty used her citizen detective skills because she had that little notepad and it wasn't that travis had written on that notepad he had written on a piece of paper and written it and like obviously ripped it off and she used a pencil and rubbed on it so that the letters like she could see what the last thing he wrote was right so where's the note I don't know, but maybe that was like his to-do list. I have to tell Nat she was right. I have to go get a forklift. I have uh, to go get a crane. Uh, I'm very yeah. busy. I have to take my trash out. I have to finish this $200 bottle of liquor. 
I have to make to sure that my pay stub is right on the top. Uh, I need to I call the cops every time I move because they're, <laughs> they're coming. I just listened to a podcast about a killer that was caught in that exact same way with the rubbing thing and oh, yeah. they figured out what was written on the thing above it anyway it's called when a killer calls so it's uh the last few episodes of true crime garage so if you want to know what i'm talking about you should go and listen. it's to very encyclopedia brown you know it's very oh it's so is. it is but it freaking works so okay the end of episode three and I would like to formally initiate the Misty Fan Club. President, I call it. So if you'd like to submit your application to the Misty Fan Club, Kelly is going to tell you all the places you can do that. Where can they do that, Kelly? Well, you can send them care of president of Misty Fan Club, Kelly, to our email. It is that's so original podcast at gmail.com. You could write a comment on our website, that's so original podcast.com. You could go over to our Instagram or Facebook at that's so original podcast and you can just leave me a comment anywhere. I'll find it and you just tell me where you would like me to send your autograph sign picture of Miss Misty. You could go to Twitter at that's so pod and you could also tag Christina Ricci and we could just make this thing happen and yeah that would be fun you could also go to itunes and you could leave your contact information in a review actually don't do that because those are public but another really great thing that you could do is you could go over to spotify and you could give us a five star review and i will just know in your heart that you also want to join the fan club in doing so And I think that that is all of the places. So we are going to hopefully be fully recovered, or I guess Tiffany is going to be fully recovered by the time we record our next episode, which is going to be episode four of Yellow Jackets. And that will be coming to you next week. So thanks for hanging out with us. And we'll talk to you then. Bye. Bye. Praise. I almost called him Javi. Javi follows him. Um, they go. They go. <laughs> it's not his name. So, <laughs> I am so white. I, I gotta pour some more water. Real uh, before it's, it. I'm not peeing. Just so y'all know, this is not pee. This is water going in my cup with a straw. Okay. Sure, Jan. Sure, Jan. Okay. Okay. We're good now. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. Carry um. on. <laughs>